Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue it's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville, outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial, it's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. I absolutely love the relationship that I have with Nuberty's men's wellness facility in Sandy Springs, Georgia. I've been going there for, I guess now, two years for testosterone maintenance, and it's totally changed my life. As a 47, almost 48-year-old man, I have the testosterone of somebody in their young 20s, and I feel great, and I look great, too, if I do say so myself. But it's more than that. It's dieting. It's getting your life back on track. It's longevity so you're around for your family, your kids, your friends. So I need you to go to menswellnessleague.com. Schedule an appointment right there on the homepage. You schedule an appointment. I'm in there once a week, and I see a lot of you two percenters up there, and it makes me feel good that you're doing something about your health. And you can get that wellness combine for only $99 because you are a two percenter. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. 
You'll get a full body detailed assessment and analysis from their board certified staff. When you schedule that call, make sure you mention the BS to get this deal. Menswellnessleague.com. All right, full disclosure. Yes, Rachel Guy, Rachel the realtor guy is my wife. On top of that, she's one of the best realtors in Atlanta. Uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker. So if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. After all these years in the radio business, Jason Bailey is finally unfiltered. I don't know what you want. With his bestest buddy and producer, all the way from Mexico, it's Nate, dude. (laughs) Sit back, enjoy. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. You will love it. Why? Because I'm Jason's neighbor. I'm old man Kevin. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Right, here it is, episode 138 of the BS. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors Studio. All brought to us by Gornstein and Watkins. Your trial and litigation attorneys, GWTrial.com. GWTrial.com. Personal injury, wrongful death contracts, landlord, tenant disputes, you name it. They got you. GWtrial.com. Not in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, getting ready to put a stage together for Rihanna at the Super Bowl. He is prepped. He's ready to go. He is in Arizona, the home of the Super Bowl. It is the Nader Tater Vader Masturbator. Hello. Hola. How y'all doing? I feel like I can't say hola if you're in Arizona. Oh, it's very Hispanic here, so you can still say that. <laughs> so it's very Ola. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, then Ola. Yeah. J- just like, uh, yeah, California. And then also when I landed in, or I had the layover in Houston, everything was still in, like in Spanish and in English. All the restaurants there were like Mexican restaurants close to the border. Southern California. Northern California is more Asian, right? I, I think there are Asians there, but still like North, like, Northern California is San Francisco and Sacramento. Those are both Spanish words. So oh. I think there's still good Hispanic population there. But yeah, there are a lot of Asians because it's close to, you know, the ocean. <laughs> I don't think Sacramento is Hispanic. If memory serves, it's from the old Greek language, meaning whale's vagina. <laughs> no, somebody recently told me a story where California used to be a part of Mexico. Yeah, that was me. We talked about it on the podcast real quick. Oh, you told me that. Okay. Somebody told me that. Sacramento is Spanish for sacrament. So 
That, that, that's, I think that was the episode where the Louisiana Purchase came into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the Spanish-American War is where we got it. And we all were like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was a Brandon uh, yeah, it was. tidbit of information. <laughs> Brandon not with us on this episode, but with me in the Golden Scissors studio. She's smart, salacious, vivacious. She's naked. It's me. Nikki D. Uh, all right. So thanks for reminding me earlier this week that I'm having a Super Bowl party this weekend. Yes, because I was so nervous. I had all my stuff ready to go to a party that you don't remember existed. What stuff? What are you bringing? Um, you know, I have to get dressed up, makeup, have to figure out my outfit. Okay. Well, it's just, just some people hanging out. You don't have to do all that. Well, I don't go anywhere looking crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, you do you. It's it's fine. You might be overdressed if you're doing this stuff. Or... I'm not going to be overdressed. It's a Super Bowl party, but I want to look Super Bowlish. Are you bringing anything? Like food or drink or anything? Yeah. I'm going to ask Rach what she wants me to bring. Okay. That's very nice. I like mm-hmm. when people bring stuff so we don't have to do everything. Yeah. I'm a Super Bowl <clears throat> bringer. Like, I'm good at w- would cooking. You, would you rather me smoke a brisket or smoke a pork butt? A brisket. Shit. They're so expensive now. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather have hot dogs or something else? I like hot dogs. Yeah. Hot dogs, very Super Bowl-esque. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Throw them together. Do a little weenie bar. Yep. Where you have all the little fixings you can put on there. I make good Rotel, so I'm going to ask Rachel. She wants me to make a Rotel dip. What the hell's Rotel dip? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so it is cheese, velvet. If it's cheese. this big of a deal, it's going to hurt you. Don't tell me. I, I mean, mean geez, <laughs> have you never heard of Rotel Dip? Oh Nate, have gosh. you ever heard of a Rotel Dip? Yeah, yeah. Rotel is a brand of, it's like tomato and, and um, was it like jalapenos or something? It's like oh. a mixture. No, mm-hmm. don't make it. Don't bring it. Um, it's ground beef, cheese, mm-hmm. and you put it over like nachos. Okay, well, if it's got tomatoes, if it's got jalapenos, I don't want it. You're not the only person who's going to be here. It's my house. Okay, but you, there's going to be more people here than you. You cater to the host. Okay, well, I'll bring you something separate, but everybody else might want some Rotel dip. Like, I'll give, really like give you an example. So, Mrs. Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. She makes an amazing potato salad, but the potato salad has onions in it for whatever reason. When she br- when she comes over, she brings two separate bowls, one with onions and one without onions. So I'll make a regular rotel dip, and then I'll bring some cheese dip, and you just get that. Well, so I get the dumbed down version of your. It's dip? not dumbed down. It's the cheese dip is still good that I make. It just has no meat in it. How about I do a smoked brisket for everybody else, and I just give you brisket. <laughs> <laughs> Unsmoked, <laughs> unsmoked, raw, right off, right off the bone. <laughs> That's what you're gonna get. Have we gotten any prop bet intel, Nate? You're you're there. You're in the stadium. You're you're seeing everything. You're hearing everything. Uh, you have access to places that most people don't have access to. You're building the stage for Rihanna and possibly guest. You have to have something by now. Well, I, I don't know what the prop bets are, so I don't really know what I'm looking for. You're, there's a prop bet for just about anything. So I know, Nikki, this is the first year you're going to do prop this bets. This the first year. For those that don't know what a prop bet is, um, I use Bovada, but there's numerous websites that you can go to. Unfortunately, And if you're in a state that allows sports gambling, you can go on a DraftKings, which is a lot easier, a lot simpler. 
Uh, I wish I could go on DraftKings, but the state of Georgia, why are not letting them damn sports betting happen? And the damn whores and the drugs come in. It's just sports betting on the online, on the, on the online. You know, so we haven't gotten there yet. So you got to do it different ways, let's just say. So Bovada, uh, Bovada is, 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 I've never had any issues with Bovada. I've got my money back when I've won. Um, there is an international charge when you go onto the website. So you're going to get dinged for, like, I, I, I usually, I don't bet a lot. I'm not a big sports bet booker, uh, sports book better guy. So I do $250 and then I'll do either 10, $25 bets or $55 bets. And I'll do a lot of long shots. And occasionally they'll, the long shots will work out. But I like to bet a lot on like first touchdown score, last touchdown score. You could do a parlay, which means that you're doing numerous bets under one bet in order to up your odds and get more of a payout. This year's Super Bowl, and when you go into betting too, and I'm not a professional and not even a great better. So this is just my two cents. Everybody's got kind of a strategy in how they do it. So different strategies are like you play different different scenarios in the game. Like, okay, well, what if the Philadelphia Eagles win? How do you think they're going to win? Then I'm going to bet accordingly. Do the same thing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are favored, right? I personally am going into my betting thinking that the Philadelphia Eagles are not only going to win the Super Bowl, they're going to dominate the Super Bowl. I know Patrick Mahomes is a fantastic quarterback. I know he's got had two weeks for that ankle to heal. And Andy Reid is a great coach. And the storyline of him playing his former team that he coached for, I think, like 14 seasons is great. I just think the Philadelphia Eagles defense is too good, way too good uh, to let Kansas City take advantage of them. So anyway, with that being said, there's a prop bet. And a prop bet could be anything from... How many yards passing will Patrick Mahomes have to uh, result of the coin toss for oh, Super Bowl 57? Oh, you think it's going to be heads or tails? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that one. But you have to play the odds. Like, so, for example, the coin... Okay, so the result of the coin toss for Super Bowl 57. You 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 want... Let's say you want to bet on that, Nikki? Yeah, I do. Okay, you want to... How much? Five bucks? Five dollars. Okay. And I want tails. You want tails. Well, you want to know the odds first? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're, it's 50 50, so they're both the same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's kind of a dumb bet, right? I mean, you have, but a, it's easy. It is easy. I mean, you could call it a wash in both, both, both sides if you want. <laughs> so, you want to go tails. Yeah. Okay. The, as right now, it's minus 105. So what that means is if you're risking, let's say $5, okay, then you can win $4.76. Oh, that ain't worth it. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to do that one then. I mean, but you won $4.76 if you win. But I paid $5, so I didn't win anything. No, you did. You get your $5 back, then you get $4.76 on top of that. Oh, on top of my $5? Yes. Okay. So you you any any money that comes in is good. Okay. Yeah. The, you also have to remember the value of a dollar. Uh, how long will it take Chris Stapleton to sing the United States national anthem? So Wait, the, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Stapleton. Over over two minutes and five seconds, or under two minutes and five seconds. Over. The over under is minus one eighty five for the over. 
the under is plus 140. So when you go plus the plus sign, that's when you start making your money. Okay, so if you put $5 in the plus 140, you're going to get $7. Oh, okay. See how that works? $7, two more dollars, okay. So it's 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 five, 5 to 100 and then 2 to 4. So 14. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So uh so $7. Now, then you start getting into there's there's a you know and even the experts are kind of pointing this out. Uh, Gainwell, who's like the third string running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, has a tendency to really blow up games. He's he's very fast and he's very good, but he's not the main guy. So the Super Bowls have a tendency to have players that throughout the year haven't been the stars be the stars. You, know, you go back to when the Bucks won, not with Tom Brady, but prior. The I think he was the MVP of that Super Bowl. It was Michael Pittman, who's the father of Michael Pittman Jr., who's the wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. He was the star. He, they, they ran the ball. They played uh, the Raiders, and they ran all over him. And it was Pittman that was doing the running, not Allstott. So, like, if you had, you know, say he was the MVP, it was probably like plus 2,500, which is going to get you crazy money. Oh, that's what I want. I want crazy money. Mm-hmm. So that's that. <laughs> I agree. If you're betting small ball stuff like five dollars, like you have to be willing to lose to it. If you let's just say you lose two hundred fifty dollars, if you can lose two hundred fifty dollars, you're like, oh, that was fun. I bet you know you might win some money back here and there. You do some kind of safe bets that you you'll you'll get money, but you want to put those. If you're doing small ball stuff like this, you want to bet. So like the Super Bowl, let's just say now this is not going to happen, but let's just say that Kenneth Gainwell. Was the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Okay. Let's just say he's at plus 10,000. So your $5 is going to get you 500. Oh, now that's what I want. <laughs> that right there is what I want. But it's called, it's now they're called long shots for a reason. <laughs> and Vegas knows what they're doing. So you could do a safer bet. And, you know, like the, the easy ones, Patrick Mahomes. He's still plus one thirty five uh, to to be the Super Bowl MVP, which would get you six dollars and seventy five cents. So you're in the plus column, right? Oh. Uh, but then you go to like even Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Has there ever been a tight end that's been the Super Bowl MVP? I don't think there has been. Uh, I don't know. Let me look. I don't think. So the- has has Rihanna got there yet, Nate? <laughs> she didn't care about the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we're supposed to start uh practice with her tonight. <gasps> really? Nate's about to see yeah. Woo. Are you excited? Oh my god, Rihanna's there. Yeah, I'm re- I'm reading no uh tight end or kicker has ever won the MVP of yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm. It, it, if there were ever a time for one to win, it'd be this one. Travis Kelsey, arguably the greatest tight end ever to play the game. Mm. You think he can get MVP? It, it, it all. I mean, the problem is, is it's more difficult for a receiver to get MVP because they give it to the guy that's throwing him the ball. Always mm, goes to the quarterback. Makes sense. It would be easier for a running back to get MVP, but the running backs for both teams, um, 
Again, personally, I think this is going to be a very run-heavy game for the Philadelphia Eagles because they can. They have an amazing offensive line, um, and I, th- I think they can run all over Kansas City. So it could be a big Miles Sanders game, and we could all – like I could they, – they wouldn't give – a Isaiah Pacheco, the MVP over Patrick Mahomes, even if Pacheco had crazy yards. But I think they would give Miles Sanders the MVP over Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts isn't at the caliber of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. Does that make any sense? That makes sense. So if you go Miles Sanders MVP for five bucks, you can win 140. That's good too. That's real good. That is good. You know, that's really good. That's just th- like three of what color liquid will be poured on the winning coach. You know, I always bet that because mm-hmm. usually I get intel, and I've been right about the Gatorade the last three years. Somebody so, has told sounds you like good intel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I got to see if they're working this year. But this year I would go lime green yellow. That's at plus two ten. So I'll take that bet for five bucks. Win ten dollars and fifty cents. I'm in on that. Okay. Yeah. What's some other like prop bits that has nothing to do with the yards or the players, like the Gatorade stuff? Um, like something Nate might see. Is it a halftime show? Well, they've got like America the Beautiful. Who'll be shown first? Who'll be shown last? Uh, there's like the there's like commercials ones too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like what's the first commercial, or yeah, or will there be this commercial from this company? But none of these Nate would be able to. No. Uh-huh. Distance of the first touchdown of the game. Oh, the Drake curse. What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> and it's funny that, that for some reason they capitalized will. So it says what team approval, what team apparel will Drake? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a name. I don't know why they did that. As this is a typo. So, you know. What country is this from? That's probably why. If if, like, oh. if you see Drake out at rehearsal, ask him. And then we would know. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, Big Willie." They have uh, they they they're saying that he's going to be wearing the Chiefs stuff because it's minus three fifty. I don't know if he's from there or something. He's from Canada. Yeah. Uh, well, he's it's plus two forty five for the Eagles, so I don't know why it matters. I have no idea, but you can bet on him. First TV advertisement. Avocados from Mexico versus Hellman's. <laughs> Doritos well, they, versus M&M's. Doritos versus Pringles. Experian versus Rakuten. Heineken versus Budweiser. M&M versus Pepsi Zero Sugar. Popcorners versus Pringles. Those are the ones. Hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't. I don't get the bets. Like the first at what between, like the first TV advertisement Heineken versus Budweiser. Well. What if it's neither of those? Then it's a wash. You get your money back. Okay. Yeah. This one you could, though, actually help us out on. This is the halftime show. These are the prop ups for the halftime show. Okay. Color of Rihanna's first outfit. Ooh. Yeah. You'll be able to see that. So if it's orange, it's plus 1,800. (laughs) I wonder how they figure out. They're like, oh, she doesn't always wear orange. It's the hardest one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you can find that out, that's that's we can make a lot we can make some we can make a lot of money. Like if you know for a fact, let's say that her first outfit's going to be blue, 
that's still plus 1,000, okay? And if I know for a fact she's wearing blue, mm-hmm. and I, let's say I'm going to up my bet to 500, mm-hmm. I'm making $5,000. <gasps> Whoa. Of course, we can't talk about it, though, if Nate tells us. We have to say he didn't tell us nothing. But I would say I'd give you all a disclaimer because there's a chance she's I mean, because I'm just we're doing rehearsals. That's not to say she's wearing the same thing on stage. So I don't want to tell you guys a color and then put all your money on it and then lose it. Oh, by the way, I should probably say this as a disclaimer for this conversation. This is all for entertainment purposes. We know nothing. (laughs) This is all kind of tongue in cheek. I've been doing this same conversation for years on the radio before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if anybody, you know, wants this, it's try okay. Just relax. Us. Don't try to come after us. Color of Rihanna's hair. Your uh, options are brown, black, bright red, or blonde. Blonde is at plus 650. Ooh, that, you, that you'll be able to probably tell, Nate. Yeah, unless she's like throwing a wig on or something. She's definitely going to put a wig on, but they're going to have to put her wig on. They could put it on day of, but they'll probably put it on before. The day before. Really? Mm-hmm. Depending on time. She's got to wear a hairnet, though, because she knows that these bets are out there. A hairnet? A hairnet ain't going to cover up her wig. Or a hat. A beanie cap. She she might do something. A beret. Though. A beret. But depending on what type of hair she's going to wear, like, she wants it on so she can do the flinging and dance moves and all that type of stuff. All right. Well, if you can, I mean, that's something you might be able to find out. Maybe you just happen to stumble upon her wig dressing room. And there's just a bunch of blonde wigs in there. <laughs> I'd throw a hundred bucks on that. Hey, hey, don't go in there. That's Rihanna's wig closet. Get out of here. <laughs> Nikki's got one. I'm sure Rihanna's got one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm just saying it's a funny uh, thing to think about. <laughs> uh, betting on the first song done by Rihanna. Oh. So yeah, the- that, that may be. I mean, I can... Like I said, I, I will know what she's singing like in rehearsal, but I was talking to the guys last year and they were um, like when it was like Snoop and Eminem, Dr. Dre and all them, they said up until like the last day they were rearranging who was going. They're like, oh, no, no, we don't want Snoop to go first. We're going to have now we're going to have Dre go first. And they were like rearranging who was performing in what order. So oh, we don't have that problem. Yeah. We just got Rihanna. Yeah. Have you got intel I mean, that somebody else is going to be there other than her yet, though? Not that I've seen. Um, unless, you know, it's just one of her songs she's singing. Somebody pops up. But, yeah, not, I haven't seen that yet. I, I, I've got a. I, I think I know who's going to join her. Who? Beyonce. No way. Yeah. Jay-Z's repre- Jay-Z represents. Jay-Z found Rihanna. He that, made Rihanna. I know that, but I don't think Beyonce is going to come out. But they've they like there's always been tell me if I'm wrong there's always been a thing right like Rihanna's the watered down Beyonce Jay Z is he cheating on Beyonce with they like the 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 music world tried to make them like a Britney Spears Christina Aguilera right hate each other and they didn't do it and they didn't do it right but they've never performed together either no because they respect each other's caliber in the business. Rihanna is is a force by herself. Beyonce is a force by herself. They don't have to be Oh, together. that's ego if that's the case. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm big too. I can't perform with you. That's bullshit if that's the case. Yeah. That's that's narcissistic ego. You think that Rihanna and Beyonce are not narcissistic? Yeah, but uh, I guess so. I mean, I'd like to think that they're sweet women. <laughs> 
You're crazy. <laughs> I mean, some of the biggest artists of the of of, of ever have performed together just for the purpose of art. Beyonce smiles and she swings her hair and she talks soft and she is a beast. She is cutthroat. Oh, don't tell me, but I know, I know, I knew Beyonce before you knew Beyonce. No, you did not, because you think you saw her vagina. You First think of all, you know I, her. I knew her when she was a part of Destiny's Child. That's where I and saw, I saw it. her perform with Destiny's Child. Yeah, so did you I. You didn't know her before me. That's when I saw her vagina with Destiny's Child, and I, I know where your seats were. They weren't as good as mine because I was, I was on the front row. I was front of the front row. How were you in front of the I was row? where the photographer pit was because it was a radio station event. That's where I saw it. This was before they were even big and on the radio. This okay? was before they were big and on the radio, too. They were just <laughs> called Child. <laughs> I, I knew Destiny. I knew them before you guys even knew what happened. <laughs> she had a child and then a band started. Bet you, my Destiny Child has four women in it. I bet you saw the one with three. Nope, all four. The originals. Actually, mine I had, had the originals. Mine had five. In it, you don't know about Laquita. <laughs> she got out of the music business, started a hotel chain. <laughs> Crazy. Every time you check into her Laquinta and uh, you give him a credit card, the person behind the desk says, Say your name, say your name, say your name. <laughs> uh, what do you think the first song will be? <laughs> I'll tell you the odds after you tell me the first song. Pull it song. up, pull it up. That's how we ball out. Okay, give me the name of the song. Don't sing it. Um, Money on My Mind. Is that what the song's called? I don't know. You tell me, Rihanna historian. Hold on. I'm about to look it up see what the name of that song's called. You got to look it up, and you're supposed pour to be the- Pour it up, pour it up. I thought that's what it was called, pour it up. You tell me what's the I name of the song. All right, she's not singing that at all. Oh, dang. She's not singing pour it up? Yeah, it that's, is called pour it up. It's not, it's not an option. Okay, she's singing Umbrella. But I don't think she's singing Umbrella first. That's not a first song. I agree. But if she did sing Umbrella, you can make some good cash. I don't uh, think she's going to sing that first. Oh, hold on. Oh, shit. Maybe she'll sing Please Don't Stop the Music first. Somebody's blocking my website <laughs> for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a problem here. Uh, let me get back to my thing to refresh. So if she sings Umbrella... It was, God, I forget what it was. Um, shit, I can't even find it now. Damn it. Yeah, did they take it off? Because I, I can't find the songs either now. Yeah, that's what happened. They just took it off while we were on there. Are they listening? Oh, shoot. <laughs> they don't wow. Them. We're bugs. I've never <laughs> seen that before. They took off a couple things for the halftime show. They just changed everything. In wow. real time. Look at air. They still have Will Drake, though. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it sounds like Bovada's <laughs> listening, so if you want to be a sponsor, send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so this is, you just got to go through these. Um Maybe they're redoing the the bets or something because the only thing now that they have for the halftime show is the first outfit and her hair color. That yeah. seems crazy. Yeah, they had like a bunch of different things. Um, 
Yeah, because it was like who is going to come out with her, and you know the first song. And there's some other stuff too. I thought <laughs> they have oh, a was, they have a prop bet ahead. of how many uh, number of beers sold. Hundred twenty thousand or under or over one hundred twenty thousand. One of them was the before it just fucking disappeared. Was if she would announce her son's or her child's name. Has she not talked about her kid's name yet? Didn't she already have it a couple months ago? Yeah, she had the baby some months ago. I didn't know the name was a mystery. That's crazy. I don't either. Baby. Brianna's baby. It says his name's Noah. <laughs> say Noah, say Noah. Noah has an umbrella. Is it? I don't know. I'm looking I at... I don't know. I guess no. As of three weeks ago, it says... Wants her Barbados hair just honored when she names her child. Oh, okay. What does that mean? I guess she hasn't named the baby yet. I didn't know that. Does she have a new album coming out? I bet you the name of the album is his name. And she's got a song with his name. And that song is going to be the first song she does. Ooh, now that could be a good twist. Or Beyonce comes out and does Say My Name and then they bring the baby out on stage like a nativity scene and she sings her song with the baby's name in it. Yeah. And it's Say my name, say my name. <laughs> it's Noah. <laughs> and it's like the na- the kid's name's like Ralph or something. Yeah. Like, he's my Ralph, he's my Ralph. <laughs> no, his name's like Kyle. Oh, they said that they're only they only shared his name with close family. They're keeping it a secret. That's dumb. Until they want, until they are ready to share it with the world. Why Super, not at Super Bowl? And and why would you not promote that? Wow. Because somebody cares what the kid's name is. I personally don't care. You see, I didn't even know they didn't the baby's name wasn't known. But there are stands. There are Rihanna stands. I just think it's dumb that they think that we care enough that they want to keep it a secret. Like the baby's going to be alive for however long. You know, people are going to figure out who Rihanna's son is and know his name. So why keep it a secret now? He's going to be 15 <laughs> years old and can't say his name to anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mom says I'm not allowed to say my name. <laughs> yeah. Like in school, they're calling him on like the roll roll call. <laughs> uh, the boy that cannot be named. Are you here? Which movie clip will Sarani show his team the night before the game? I saw that one. How do they? How would they even know that? <laughs> I have no idea. It is. I guess is that a thing? He's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Does he show like a movie night before a game or something? If so, that's kind of neat. Maybe yeah. They they probably just seen a lot of sports teams. You watch like some inspirational movie the night before just to get you pumped up. So. Well, yeah, okay. I'm going well, so, to say it's not the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> yeah. So here, here are the options. Uh, eight, uh, and this is going from the weakest odds to the be- better odds. Uh, eight Mile, which is at minus one twenty. Then Invincible goes up to plus three hundred. Rocky, any given Sunday. Rudy, uh, Miracle, Braveheart. Remember the Titans. Friday Night Lights. Cinderella Man. The Pursuit of Happiness. Wolf of Wall Street. Pool Hall Junkies, and the last one at plus 2,500, the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon, which I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So if you play for the Philadelphia Eagles, what movie do you want to be shown to get you psyched up for the next day? Now, you have to think these are kids probably in their early 20s, most of them probably African-American, so Rudy's not going to resonate, right? 
I'm going to go with the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> and they just said, no way. Why? That's not a get you going movie. But it makes you Nothing motivated. to do with football. It doesn't have anything to do with football. It has everything to do with life. So I think it will it will motivate them on another level to be like, I have this opportunity and this great life afforded to me. I'm in the Super Bowl. I need to go out here and kill it. That's mm. what I think. I'm going to say either remember the Titans or Rocky. Yeah, I would say Rocky because it's it took place in Philadelphia, right? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> I changed everything. It's it's Rocky. It's got to be Rocky. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's. You, I mean, you're winning the Super Bowl, obviously, for yourself and for your team and for the organization, but just as much you're winning it for the city. And these guys throughout the entire season have always been very proud of the city of Philadelphia. The city of Philadelphia, blue-collar workers, they're passionate about their team. They'll let you know when you're doing bad. They'll let you know when they're doing, you're doing good. But through thick and thin, they're always there, which is something to be said. They're not fair-weather fans in Philadelphia. They love their sports teams. Well, if we're going to do a Philly connection, pursuit of happiness, hello, Will Smith in West Philadelphia, born and raised, I mean, that's a Philly connection. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Then show Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> it's a Will Smith motivational movie. Mm-mm. Boom. I'm sticking with my pursuit of happiness. No, I think it's Rocky. Without a doubt, Rocky. Rocky resonates with everyone. I don't care where you're from or what color your skin is. Everybody's motivated by Rocky. Everybody. And the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit, I'm not, the pursuit of happiness is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not a movie that I want to watch before I go in to play the biggest game of my life. <laughs> you know, like you don't want that. Well, we're poor. We're living in a hotel. I got to sell this medical box. And there's this weird homeless guy stealing my shit. <laughs> and the damn rich white guy took the last $5 for a cab. This is stupid. I don't have any shoes on and I got paint all over my clothes. What does that have to do with the game tomorrow? Rocky, you know, you just pick your Rocky. Come on, Rock. We can do it. What are we sitting here waiting around for? Let's get training, Rocky. <laughs> That's the voice you're doing to the end? That's Mickey. Okay. The great Mickey. Uh-huh. One of the most influential men in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, this thing just goes on and on and on. And there's, like, different, you know, stuff. So if you can find out anything, that'd be good. All right? I'd appreciate it. Yeah, if it's still there, it just fucking disappeared on us. Well, it'd be great if we would have made a bet and then it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happens with that? Do, the, do If they take something off, does that mean they're not taking any more bets or is that bet canceled and they're not doing it anymore? No, I, I, I think you still get the bet, you know, but they, they, they're changing it or something. Have you refreshed lately? See if it's still there? Yeah, it's still gone. It's still gone? I would think that if, if it's there and you make the bet, then it still stands. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Could be wrong. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Do you think the day after the Super Bowl should be a holiday so people don't have to go to work? Yes. I used to take off of work. The I So I used to have a tradition for the Super Bowl where I would drink, I would make sure I drank an entire, you know, the clear plastic water pitchers, mm-hmm. you know, that they serve at the restaurants. Yeah. 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 I would have them fill that up with Long Island iced tea. 
Whoa. And I would put a straw in it. And that was like my gimmick. And I would walk around <laughs> and I would drink that. And you'd get really drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So drunk. going to work the next day, getting up at, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning was just not in the cards. Thank God during those days that the host of the show was an alcoholic and he took off the next day as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. So neither one of us was there, but you have to be, if you're in radio, you have to be on the air the next day because you need to talk about what happened the day before. You know, it's water cooler talk. So it's kind of a catch 22. So it's always good. Like, you know, then when I left that morning show and I went to go do nights and then afternoon drive, made things a lot easier. I could still have my pitcher of Long Island iced tea. But for the nine to fiver that wants to drink and have a good time and go to a Super Bowl party, I, I, I see that I agree with. I, that is an American tradition that other countries would have to observe as an American tradition of us getting off the next day for the Super Bowl. I right. think that's kind of cool. Right. Because we, you know, yeah, of course we have American traditions or holidays like the 4th of July and all that kind of stuff. But we don't have any like gimmicky national holidays. They're all very serious. Mm -hmm. We need a gimmicky national holiday that's just for us Americans. I agree. And the Super Bowl screams America. Yeah. And everybody, most people watch it. They stay up late. They drink and then have to go to work the next day. Correct. Yeah. So some schools in Philadelphia are actually starting class two hours late the next day so they can let the kids sleep in. <laughs> and a new bill in Tennessee would make it a state holiday. So. Wow. Oh, wow. No, they need to just have it on Saturday. I don't know why we're doing Sunday. Like, just let it go. There's not co- college football. There's not high school football. There's nothing else going on Saturday. Have the Super Bowl be on Saturday. We get to relax on Sunday, and then you, you don't have to take off another day. I'm sure there's a reason for that. I don't know what it is. I would assume they would say tradition, but that's kind of bullshit because during the play, well, first of all, during the season, there's Monday night football, Thursday night football, and then during the playoffs, they play some of the games on Saturday, some on Friday. So it doesn't really, like Sunday, it's not just like, oh, we only do Sunday games. They do other days. So let it go, play it on Saturday. Yeah, I, I and I don't know the answer. I don't know if you want to look, at, look it up, but I would think that it is tradition, Super Bowl Sunday versus Super Bowl Saturday. But it would... Nate's right. It says they do it as a tradition, as a tradition. and they see no reason to change it. Mm. I see lots of reasons to change it, so we don't have to be <laughs> go to work fucking hungover. <laughs> yes, what it says in bold. I mean, there, no there, there there's it. many times where I did not go to a Super Bowl party or or have a good time at a Super Bowl party just because I had to, you know, get up the next. Well, my schedule on Sundays, my Monday starts at four o'clock, so I would have to show prep. The next day. Now, the next day is obviously pretty easy because you just have to get up in the morning and look at what happened, you know, at the Super Bowl if you if you watch. But I wouldn't even get through the whole thing sometimes because I would fall asleep by nine o'clock, so I wouldn't even be able to see it. Uh, but that's just the radio person that gets up at three thirty or four o'clock in the morning. But for everybody else, they're doing it. But you know, there is an argument about keeping tradition. You know, I mean, Wimbledon keeps the tradition of all wearing white. Right. I mean, every sport has some type of tradition that they keep and refuse to change because it if you start to give up your traditions, then you give up kind of your identity. So you have to keep a couple of them. I understand evolving and tweaking and changing and all that good stuff. Um, but if, if the Super Bowl is the biggest of the big, 
I can kind of understand that. Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit, but there, yes, there's traditions in football, but they they even change the fucking rules of of the game every year. So we're not we're not hanging on to tradition too hard with football. <laughs> and and like I said, they play it on every other day now and it's not just on TV, it's streaming or it's on Amazon Prime or it's on Twitter or something. So the, there's very few like traditions that they're hanging on to. I don't know why they're hanging on to this one that doesn't really benefit anybody. Oh, like, what would be the benefit of it? <laughs> it's only a matter of time before the Super Bowl is exclusively shown on Amazon Prime. That's coming. It's, you reach a bigger audience, and the NFL knows that. That's why they took Thursday Night Football to Amazon Prime. That's why uh, YouTube TV now owns the right, uh, rights to um, uh, the, the Sunday ticket, which starts, I believe, next year. Yeah, it does. starts next year. And you can take it with you wherever you're at, wherever you go. Uh, I mean, there's your traditional cable television and the networks, uh, when it comes to sporting uh, events and whatnot, they're in for a world of hurt because they're all going streaming, every single one of them. Whether they use their own app or not, it's just like, why would you not tap into the Amazon Prime database? It's over like 300 million subscribers. Well over. I was so disappointed Uh with Amazon Prime the other night. I finally had a minute to sit down and watch my favorite show that's back on. And I found out that they're doing the same craziness Netflix is starting to do. And they only released two episodes. Oh, really? (sighs) I was so mad. I don't like one thing I don't like about Amazon Prime video. Even if you have Amazon Prime, they still want you to rent the movies or buy the movies. Oh yeah, they still have that column, but yeah. most of, most of them are free. Most of the columns are free. No, whatever screen I'm on, they always want to charge me money. Amazon Prime, Amazon, Amazon Prime is like the Albertsons of grocery stores. It's like it's big, but not many people go there <laughs> to, <laughs> to shop. <laughs> True. <laughs> Because everybody has Amazon Video, but you guys are the only ones that I know that talk about shows on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> I never hear anyone else discuss it. We've actually we've actually started to become addicted to Hulu. Hulu's actually really good because it gives you, like, that's where we'll watch The Last of Us uh, because mm-hmm. you get free HBO Max with Hulu. Oh, that's cool. That. Yeah, you get that. And if you get Hulu Prime, you get what YouTube TV gives you and you get live television. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. So they're, they're kind of all-inclusive. I think they're a little bit under the radar. Hulu? Hulu. A lot of people have Hulu. That's why I watch The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. On Hulu. You're watching the, the Last of Us. As much as I, I no. kind of bashed it a couple episodes ago, I, I still have to watch it and, and try to... I'm trying to figure out why everybody loves this show so much. And I know it came from a video game. Uh, I, I, I was watching, I think it was the third episode the other night with Nick Offerman, right? The comedian. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the whole episode's about uh, him being a survivalist and the start of the pandemic. And uh, they they take his entire village, or not his village, but his community, and he stays behind. Then a couple of years later, this guy shows up, and then it's 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 uh, they're gay, and he's never come out before. I mean, it's the, it was the weirdest episode, and Nick Offerman's kissing this guy. And, and it was all about their gay relationship in an apocalyptic world. And they're, you know, picking flowers and they're growing strawberries. Picking flowers. And, yeah, they are. That's what the whole episode was about. And 
You know, Rach doesn't get it either. And we're like, what the hell does this have to do with zombies? <laughs> and, and and she goes, I don't know, but, the, you know, you do, be careful what you say because those video game people are going to beat you up. And I go, I know, but was this the video game? Was there like a, a, a secret gay section in the video game? Not that I, I don't, I'm not bashing the gay stuff. I just didn't understand why, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I don't care one way or the other about it in the relationships. I just don't understand what that had to do with the show. Like, because Nick, you know, well, I can't say it, but it, it, it like, it's an episode and it ends, right? I mean, there's no, like... Storyline. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no continua- continuation of that storyline. Let's just put it that way. Mm. It's the zombie gaze. I'm going to eat your brain, hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say this. It was very touching, and it was a, it was, it was a very interesting piece of episode i guess you could say like i didn't see it coming let's put it that way and it was it was sweet and romantic if you know especially if you're gay and you know and even if you're not gay and you're heterosexual you can sit there and go oh that's you know if it was a chick and blah 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 like it was very nice i just didn't understand what it had to do with anything like there was no zombie bites there was no this 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 fungus going out of people's mouths and other people's mouths and now the world's all crazy because they're finding out that it's a real thing, like it exists, but it, it just transfers between plants, and there's like a uptick of it in like Florida and, and California, and people are like, oh, the last event's going to happen. You know, just kind of like when The Walking Dead came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't understand. I haven't got to episode four, so I'm excited. Maybe there's like some weird furry orgy thing going on in episode four. I don't know. But uh, I don't know if you guys are watching it. I just don't understand it. So, and I know I made a comment about the girl, the 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 kid, the young girl, and I said she looks like she has Down syndrome. I wasn't making fun of her. I just didn't know if she had a condition, and if she did, makes it even cooler that they had somebody with a condition as you know an actress. You I know, don't think she anytime has you see condition. somebody with a disability that's able to do something, you you kind of like that's pretty neat. Yeah. That's all I was saying. Wasn't making yeah. sense. They came after you. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just think this is just one like we're not super into video games, so you know, it's not like a continuation of a story for us, but there's something I mean, even like the the Super Mario Brother movies, we watch those just because we're like, oh, you know, we we know the video game or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, since we're not into video games, maybe that's why we're not latching onto it too hard. Or like that one video game movie that came out with the Jonas brother in it. You know what I'm talking about, Nate? Oh, Jumanji. No. No, it's another uh, one. Oh, it's a new one? Hmm. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that yet. Not Jumanji. Sight bike. No, it's it's Tron. out on, it's out on HBO. What is that thing called? Oh, so it's it's not in the, the theaters anymore? No, no, no. You can watch it now. It's on a um HBO. I watched it the other day. Dang. Sheesh. Sheesh. It's a video game movie. And I had never seen the video game, but I watched the movie first, and then I went back and saw the video game. It was cool. No. I, 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 again, I don't understand how this is a video game. And, and, and if you do play the video Unchartered, game. Uncharted, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uncharted. That's, that is a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie first, and then I went back and saw the video game. Oh. Well, Pretty if somebody cool. could tell me in the video game if there's a whole gay scene. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be, you know, edgy or whatever, shock jockey. I'm, I'm curious. Like, is that part of the video game? Because it just didn't seem like that'd be 
part of a video game. I mean, it could have been. Video games are pretty... Um, yeah, they're like movies now. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. They're crazy. All right. Uh, so anything you got, let us know before the weekend, before the Super Bowl party. Appreciate it. Let's do better with fuck. Ooh. Whatever we do, it's better with fuck. What? Everything's better with the fuck. All right, and if you're ready to give a fuck about your health, then check out Chef Erica, ericanicoleday.com. She is an experienced culinary medicine consultant, a private chef with medical and high-end restaurant background, available for consulting on meal planning for weight loss, helping with medical conditions or strict macros for bodybuilding, fitness training, etc. She's just one hell of a nice person. Chef Erica, Erica Nicole Day dot com all right well uh so if you missed on wednesday's episode we're shortening these up a little bit from the feedback we've gotten people are just not able to consume all of the content so information overload i guess so we'll see how this works out we'll have a guest come up here in just a minute and then for you premium two percenters you get bonus content after the guest but better the fuck uh because we're talking about football and the super bowl I figured we would do football movies, so I've got my clips, right? Okay. You guys score me 1 to 10, and uh, the winner of the clip gets played again. And then after you score me, I'll count down from three, and you got to tell me the movie and the year. You get a point. Movie, year. Movie and the year. Got it. I always forget to put my little sheet here. There's Naders, and there's Nikki. Spell it correctly, thanks to Facebook. <laughs> okay, here we go. First one. See, I don't think they know about the human beings inside these uniforms. I don't think they know about the pain you're willing to endure. Do they, Tank? No, sir, they don't. They don't know how hard you're going to... Fuck! Do they, Georgievich? No, sir, they don't. And they don't know what you're going to do to Alexander, do they, Riley? No, sir! All right, what do you think? They get it in hardcore. Yeah, that's hardcore stuff. It's hardcore. Nate, one out of ten, ten being the best. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna start with a seven. Um, it's a good fucks. Seven's good fuck. All right, Nikki. I agree. I'm gonna go with the seven as well. Well right. placed. Here we go. Three, two, one. Remember the Titans? No. Rudy. Sounded old, but I didn't re- recognize any of those names he was saying. One of the most underrated football movies of all time. The Replacements? Way before The Replacements. Oh, what was the one with Burt Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to think of it. The Water Boy. <laughs> Draft Day. Way before all of those movies. Were you born yet? Probably not. Jeez Louise. Oh, uh, Brian's song? Way before Brian made a song. Uh, he was just singing acapella. All right. Zero points. You guys don't know? No guesses? I have no idea. You didn't, yeah. you didn't pick up any of the voices in there? No. Mm, I was trying to I don't see think those so. names. Big names. Craig T. Nelson, Tom Cruise. Uh, Sean Penn's brother, Chris. <laughs> I think. Chris, yeah, Chris Penn. He's past now. But. <laughs> Sean Penn's All right. brother. All the Right Moves, 1983. All the Right Moves. I've never heard, oh, of, I've never heard of that. Never. Great movie. Phenomenal movie. 
I mean, but out of all the football movies? Well, you weren't here last year, but I did. I did like the replacements last year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not picking the. I'm picking it for the 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 drop, not necessarily the movie. No, but you tried I've never doing this bit. Heard of that movie? All right. Well, you've not heard of a lot of things. So. <laughs> Your, your your pop culture is not popping. It's not popping. <laughs> All right, here's you. No points for the first time. No points on that one. All right, second one. Here we go. I don't know football. I've never played. But I am telling you that fucking football killed Mike Webster. Fucking football killed Mike Webster. Different approach from the better with fuck. I like it. I thought it was a little classy. One out of ten, Nate. Uh, I like that fucking football. It just sounded good. Like it sounded real. So I'm going to give that an eight. Ooh, that's a good one. Nikki? Uh, I'm going to stick with seven. This one, this one's good too. Oh, not, not great. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Dang, I know this movie. <laughs> oh, it's the one with Mill Smith. Mill Mil, Mil Smith? Will Smith. Oh, the um, concussion? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Oh, Nate. What year did concussion come out? 2004. 2008. 2011. 2013. 2015. Oh! oh. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Dang it, man. I knew this. <laughs> All right. This last one is uh, both worth uh, 480 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here you go. Once the quarterback has the ball, he fucks. To the left. No. He fucks to the right. <laughs> he doesn't fuck. He thinks about fuck. He pretends to fuck. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> One out of ten, Nate. Uh, I'm giving that a nine. That was, that was a lot of fucks, and they're all well placed. <laughs> all right, Dicky. I'm giving that a ten. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> all right, here we go. Three, two, one. The water boy. There you go, 480 oh. points. That's 482 points. Oh year? 2000. 99? 97. 96. 98. <laughs> 98. So with a total of 484 points to zero, Nate wins. <laughs> <laughs> Those are hard ones. <laughs> you got to play that clip again. I'm playing it. Here it goes. Once the quarterback has the ball. He fucks to the left. No. He fucks to the right. <laughs> he doesn't fuck. He thinks about fuck. He pretends to fuck. I don't know where I am. <laughs> he sounds like Bailey when he said, he thinks about it. <laughs> <laughs> so they filmed a lot of The Waterboy at UCF, and um, the, the last... One of the last scenes when they kick the onside kick to there's a black guy and they kick it to him and his eyes get really, really big. And I think he flubs the ball or whatever happened in the movie. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching it and I'm going, holy shit. I was like, I played football with that kid at Wingate. And then he transferred to UCF. I didn't know that. Good dude. He was a DB. Nice guy. I don't know if he was good enough to play there, but yeah, he was good. I was like, so I, I think I found him like, on, or I said something on the air 
And he reached out. He's like, "Yeah, hey, dude, what's going on, man? You doing? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then the, 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 who was the guest we had on the woman that was um, on Three and a Half Men? But she also was in that scene in, in The Water Boy. Oh, I remember her. And the girl, uh, one of the girls, Haven, yeah. that uh, when I was younger and she was way younger, we were talking and whatnot. And then I ran into her after she did the movie and she's such a snob. I was like, oh, God. Like, you did a bit part in the movie. You're not that big of a deal. I don't know what you do now. Anyway, so that's Better With Fuck uh, for this week. Again, thanks to Chef Erica, Erica Nicole Day. That's E-R-I-C-A, Nicole Day. Remember, podcastthebs.com. If you want to be a sponsor, you can reach out to us uh, on the website. You got questions for Mad Dog Manny Roar when he comes in. Uh, legal questions for a defense attorney, you can ask it on the website. All of our social media accounts linked off of the website. If you don't like, share, subscribe, please do. Um, if you want to become a premium 2%er, you can do that on the website, podcastthebs.com. You get the bonus content like we're about to give you here in just a minute and i'm going to tell you a story uh, again my florida trip something happened at that same restaurant i got my mom high at hmm. and there's been a debate uh with my wife and i if this actually happened so i'll give you the scenario and you can tell me what you think happened Ooh. a lot of times guys have a different way of looking at things than women so we'll get that uh here after our guest and um uh, our top three playlists are up there. But again, the premium two percentage, you get the bonus content, you get the episodes released earlier. You get the full video shows uh, once a week in an email. So when you do subscribe, make sure you enable the the box there uh, before you, 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 you subscribe. There's a box that says you want to receive emails. So then I'll have your email. And I update that every week. So if you drop off, don't think that you're still getting the shows because I update the list every week. It ain't happening. No, they're no. not going to be able to skid by. I will tell you, it's a pain in the ass, but it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk to our guest. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Winter is here, and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice, comfy place to call their home. Nothing better than a nice, warm attic or crawl space, possibly yours. Do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse? Squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com doing a little remodeling in the new year possibly go to uci kitchen and bath they've been atlanta's number one cabinet granite and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years by the way, if you go in or when you go in, make sure you ask if Tony's around. Tony's awesome. You got to meet Tony. Fair prices, quality of work, and excellent service apart uh, from their competitors and their industry. You can visit the Norcross uh, showroom location and let their design team just totally transform your kitchen and bathroom into this beautiful and functional environment to fit you know your personality right it's a one-stop shop at uci kitchen and bath they provide installation on whatever you buy mention the bs you get 10 percent off 
regularly priced countertops. UCIGranite.com. UCIGranite.com. I want you to get the latest, coolest, hippest trends in your house. Plus, you get to improve your property value. UCIGranite.com. Taxes. That's as real as real can get, right? You can't fake it. They're here. They come every year. Right now, they're here. They're right in your face. You're going, who's going to do my taxes? Last year, that guy in the strip shopping plaza, you know, just didn't cut it. Never got that check that I was supposed to get. Well, I'm going to send you to the best in the business. That's Alliance Tax Solutions. And you do that by going to their website, www.keepmy.money. Keep my money. They want you to keep your money. We're talking tax resolution, tax planning, tax preparation, bookkeeping. If you're a small business like me, having somebody keep your books, that is way cool, right? Keep my dot money, Alliance Tax Solutions. Uh, Georgia based face-to-face tax resolution firm, 25 years combined experience, and have resolved millions of back tax debt for their clients. That could be you. You got issues. Don't try to do it yourself. Trust me. You don't want to do it yourself. You want to go to pros like Alliance Tax Solutions. Keep my dot money. And back to you, Jason. He's my buddy. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Three Pro Bowls. College Hall of Fame. We work together. We love each other. We hug. He's got an amazing podcast that you can listen to at any point in time in your life. He is the one and only Randy Cross, part of the dynasty with the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I got to ask you something about the 49ers. All right. How did the 49ers get their name? Uh, well, that's pretty. Uh, it's, it's the obvious answer. Okay. They were named after the gold prospectors that came west mm-hmm. that were called the 49ers because in 1849, there was a huge surge mm-hmm. around the whole Sutter's Mill and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody was coming out to make their fortune at gold, and they were the 49ers. And the Morbido brothers, who owned them at the time, went with that name. I have heard something different. Okay. I've heard that, of course, because that's the mm-hmm. that's the go-to answer, most likely the right answer. But I've also heard that the San Francisco 49ers are named after the square mileage of San Francisco, which is just under 49. It's like 48.7. Like the 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 it's 7 by 7. Yeah. And then I yeah. it's 49. Yeah, everything out there is so obtuse. That's got potential to be true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the rest of the world doesn't know what I know. <laughs> that could be it. Do, do you get this time of year? I mean, it's been a minute since you've won one of your three Super Bowls back in the 80s, mm-hmm. but do you still, at this time of year, get that little tingle when it's when it's Super Bowl time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I, I've said for a long time, and, and, you know, people look at me like I'm just kind of an elitist snob. But, you know, the only thing worse than never going to the Super Bowl is going to one. Because mm. then you really know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you go to one, I mean, you just want to. And, and obviously there's been teams, whether it's been the Vikings or the Bills or some others out there, 
um, that have lost multiple Super Bowls and would rather not repeat it. But being part of the process is it's just it's just unbelievable. Not only the what the week off before where you're doing all your game planning, but then that week of where you have press conferences and just all kinds of you know. For a week, it's basically, I'm tired about talking about me. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about me for a while? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and our team and the year and what's going on. So, but the, the probability, yeah. I mean, what you've done in your career, I mean, you've won three Super Bowls. And mm-hmm. there are players like you're talking about that have been there, never gone back. Uh, you know, like you take the Cincinnati Bengals current, you know, setup right now, which arguably could be the best quarterback receiving trio to be honest with you uh in in the National Football League and mm-hmm. th- they went to a Super Bowl 2 years ago they didn't make it this year they came close will Joe Burrow in that crew and that crew be that team that almost makes it you've won it 3 times the probability yeah. of a player being where you were at and the stories and the dynasty and the Montanas and the Rices and the Clarks of the world. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, like that's, you're like a very fortunate man. <laughs> you know that. Oh yeah. No, I have no delusions about that. I mean, it's, you know, in, in some businesses you get awards for individual efforts, you know, and when you play a team sport like this, to get to be part of something that lasted for a good period of time that had a high level of success, you know, once, especially once you're out of it, when you're in it, you probably don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing I appreciated briefly after I retired is when I went into broadcasting and I was able to go to other teams and I watched how they operated and I watched how they practiced and I got to sit there and go, that's why we kicked their ass. Uh, (laughs) But, but yeah, that, that, that whole thing of being part of a team is, is something that's the dynamic is never the same twice. Yeah. You know, the 81 team just sucked in 82 because we weren't much of a team. The 83 team almost got to the Super Bowl but lost in the championship game. And then then that became the standard. And once that becomes the standard, that's the standard in Kansas City. That's the standard in San Francisco. That's the standard, um, you know, for the Bengals now. That's the standard even for the Rams, as bad as they were this year because they've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, once, you, once you've been there and you know what you're supposed to do, that's the easy part. It's getting there again. And again, and maintain, it's just like success. Getting to a level of success is not impossible. Maintaining success is the tough part. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good. Acting, is, acting is at times a pretty good analogy. Because there have been a lot of one-hit wonders. Sure. You know, that have played a part. And basically, they weren't acting. They were playing themselves. And they win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, six months after the Oscars, they release a movie, you go to it and you kind of go, Ooh, Jesus, that's not good. Um, and you see other one. I mean, it's, that happens often. You don't want to be the Cuba Gooding Jr. of the National Football League, is what you're saying. (laughs) You can only sell Show Me the Money so many ways. You don't don't want to go from Jerry Maguire to Snow Dogs, like, overnight. And that's the kiss. Hey, 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 easy. (laughs) Easy. Don't be dogging. Don't don't be dogging the the brothers brothers in the snow with the Huskies. I like me some Huskies. (laughs) 
So uh, we've got this weekend the uh, the who's the home team? Is it is it the is it the Chiefs or the Eagles? Well, is either one of them the home team in in Arizona? Yeah, of course. It's yeah. The home team. Well, there's, oh, there's always somebody to designate. I I, think I really the, don't know. I think it's the Chiefs because I think they're wearing white. So the, the oh, if the Chiefs are wearing white, then yeah. it's the Eagles. Then it's the Eagles. Okay, so the Eagles, yeah, uh, yeah I believe are wearing the green and black. Uh, I, I could be wrong okay. if you don't look at it, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So the Eagles would be the home team. Doesn't matter. They're playing in Arizona where Nate's at, actually, right now. He's helping putting together the halftime uh, stage for Rihanna. So Rihanna couldn't do her Rihanna-ian things if it weren't for Nate, who's there in Arizona doing that. So let's uh, – uh, the, the Chiefs are favored to win. I've got my theory on the game, but what do I know? What do you? I know what you're gonna say. Um, I'm pretty sure you're a chalky kind of guy, so I'm guessing you think Chiefs by a lot. Um, no, not really. It could happen if if it does happen for the Chiefs, it'll be by three to five, mm-hmm. uh, and that's predicated on home. I mean, Mahomes staying healthy the whole game, right? Um, that is the biggest thing that everything spins off. People want to talk about the running games, you know, Philly running the ball, great offensive line. They want to talk about Pacheco coming out of the backfield, running pass for Kansas City and the toys that he's got at his disposal. It's all in it. it Kelsey's are important, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Mahomes staying healthy against that defense is going to be one hell of a challenge. Right. They, they haven't played a defense quite like Philadelphia. Right. I mean, Philadelphia, number one D, um, I don't think they're that necessarily much better than San Francisco in, on defense, but you're seeing the same kind of animal, people coming off the edges. I mean, Hassan Reddick as an outside linebacker and the way that he played that offense of, of San Francisco's where he, was, he, didn't, he didn't watch motion, he didn't watch formation, he had an assignment Mm -hmm. and he just zeroed in on that assignment. And that's something that's kind of unusual Um, that you usually don't see that except an option football. Mm -hmm. Um, The defenses are usually kind of trying to make plays. I mean, Hey, I get played, I get paid to make plays and they're trying to make plays. I I think that defense will determine the game. And if they knock Mahomes out for any or the rest of a game, Mm -hmm. it looks exactly like the NFC championship game. It looks exactly like the uh, divisional game. I mean, you're talking about 31 to seven or 34 to seven or mm. something like that. And if he does, if Reddick does knock Mahomes out of the game, that means that he had have knocked three NFL quarterbacks out of a game in the last two games, which would be really impressive statistics, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is considering <laughs> that you can't touch the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So not it's only a real did, narrow not thing o- you got to do. Not only did he knock Purdy out, in which people gave Purdy a lot of hell for that, um, in which I don't think was fair because I, I like Brock Purdy. And I thought his story was awesome. Then he knocks Johnson out, and then Purdy has to play, which makes his case even worse. But that dude's a beast. So you... You have a, a variable, but let's just say everything goes status quo. You think the Chiefs will win? If it all stays status quo, I think the Chiefs by three to five. Three to five. See, yeah, I, somewhere I, you know, somewhere around fifty. I got the Eagles taking care of them pretty handedly, just mm-hmm. because of the defense. I don't think Mahomes is going to stay healthy, and I think the entire game script for the Kansas City Chiefs 
is going to be based off of Mahomes not getting injured, which is not his game. You know, yeah. uh, he, he needs to be, that's why he's great. I mean, better than great is his mobility and be able to make plays when you shouldn't be able to make plays. If, if Andy Reed curtails that and puts him in a bubble, you know, I, I think you're going to have a lot more problems than, 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 than you think. Um, yeah. Well, they, they didn't put him in a bubble in the AFC championship game. No, he but, did a lot of stuff. The, the difference is going to be when you get off schedule, when you have to move and scooch and get around that defense just hunts guys. Yeah. I mean, they had as many sacks as they had for a really good reason. They're excellent at it. You go over 70 in a season. That's pretty special. Yeah. I don't think Jalen hurts is going to be the guy that wins this. If the, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, I don't think Jalen hurts is going to be the guy that wins the super bowl for the Eagles. I think it's going to be, Miles Sanders, uh, yeah. or even like a Kenneth Gainwell, to be quite honest with you. You know, Kenneth Gainwell is like a Tony Pollard kind of with Dallas. He's, you know, second. I don't, no, he's not even second. I think Boston Scott's second. I think he's third. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. But when he gets the ball, he's dynamic. And he can make, you know, we see that in a lot of Super Bowls. And why do you think that is? It's usually not the guy that you think it's going to be. It's always the other guy. The best example I can give is when the Bucks beat the Raiders back in the the Gruden days, it was Michael Pittman. It wasn't Allstott. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember, remember Smith for the Redskins ran for 200 and something yards in that game? I mean, he was a running back that had probably run for seven, 800 yards on the season, but he had a... 200 yard plus rushing game for the Redskins in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why, why, why is that? Why, why are the guys that don't get, you know, I don't want to say don't step up, maybe just not given the opportunity during the season, but in the Super Bowl, they show out. Yeah. It's, that's part of the game. It's part of that whole team dynamic. And it's what makes coaches a lot of money convincing teams that no matter who you are, all you got, you're one play away. You're one play away. You hear that your entire life playing football. Mm-hmm. If you're not a starter, you're one play away. If you're not the number one guy on a play, you're one play away from being the number one guy. Um, and sometimes it comes true in 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 spades. Hey, are you you stay up on the prop bets pretty good, right, Jason? That was my next thing I was going to get to. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, what's the, what are the odds? Oh, okay, I got to pull this up. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Are there actually odds posted that Jalen Hurts gets replaced at halftime of the Super Bowl like he did in the national championship game? Oh, God. Uh, I haven't seen any for that. That's crazy. <laughs> if, 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 if that's a I'm, – I'm sure somewhere you can find – I mean, you can find a prop bet on anything. But I didn't even think about that. Uh, that's a really good prop bet if it exists. If you guys want to see if it exists, that's a that's a really good prop bet. But you know, like everybody's talking about with the props is the uh, the Gainwell props because he is that X factor that for the non football fan is they're going to see Gainwell plus ten thousand for Super Bowl MVP. They're like, that's not happening. I'm not. I don't. I've never even heard of this guy. But I'm willing to put ten dollars on that. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, there's never been a tight end. You know, that's another thing is Kelsey. I think is still a, is, is at plus twelve hundred. There's never been a tight end that's won MVP, and it's always be. You can have a, I think, a running back be MVP. Definitely, obviously, a quarterback. But you never have a tight end or a receiver because they always give the credit to the quarterback that throws in the ball. Yeah. 
right? Well, most of the people voting for those awards, Jason, never played the game. The majority of them. They, they go by what people tell them the game is about. I mean, so uh, if you look at it normally, if you get a, a tight end like Jason Kelsey, let's say he has 10 catches uh-huh. for 140 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. That's a good Jason Kelsey. That's a good Kelsey game. Travis. Right? Tra- Jason's Travis. the center, yeah, for Philly. Yeah, yeah, Travis. Um, they're not going to give it to, t- to Kelsey. Yeah, no, they won't. They're going to give it to the other end. Yeah. They're going to give it to Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you, but, yeah. but, a, but who's who's voting for this? the MVPs? Who, who are these people? It's largely the media. Oh, really? That's present. Yeah. So they just yeah. they get a little thing on you know write down who you think MVP should be and then they just yeah they all they they all know beforehand and they cast their votes at the you know in the middle of the fourth quarter or something like that. Was Montana MVP in all three of your Super Bowls? Um, one, two, yeah, yeah. He got it three times. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He he. There was a kind of a controversy at the the third one. Because it was kind of like what we were talking about. Joe had a great game, led the game-winning drive through the pass to, to John Taylor and whatnot. But Jerry Rice had like 10 catches for 210 yards or something <laughs> in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't win MVP. He's, but he won it the next year <laughs> against did, the Denver Broncos. Did, 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 did uh, Jerry Rice uh, afterwards go in the locker room and say, Joe, you owe me that trophy. This is not yours. <laughs> <laughs> not for public consumption, but <laughs> did, back in the day, your day, did you guys uh, was there was betting a big thing? Obviously, online betting didn't exist, but was betting a yeah. big thing? And was the league as as uh, you know on your asses as they are with the players today? Um, they weren't as blatantly hypocritical about it, right? <laughs> You know, they're making a buttload of money off gambling now. Yeah. Uh, back then, gambling was just, you know, this nefarious, you know, funny funny talking dudes living in the desert, mm-hmm. making people disappear. Right. Um, you know, that type of thing. It was, it, it was very, it was their prime worry. Every year at training camp, you got this extended talk about gambling and associating with gamblers and blah, blah, blah. So anybody that's ever been caught can't say they weren't warned because you are warned repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's extremely hypocritical. Right. I agree. Extremely hypocritical because they are, they are making cash. Do you think it's good for the sport or any sport? It's, it's more eyeballs. Yeah. You know, I think that's, about, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's more interest in the game. You know what they, they figure what, sixty million approximately? Oh wow. we'll have some kind of a bet. Yeah. Just just talk, we're not talking the off the books boys. Mm-hmm. We're not talking Uncle Lenny down at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're talking about on the books, about sixty million different Americans will have a bet on the Super Bowl. So yeah. you're you're talking about fifteen percent of the population. That's well, going to generate some pretty good cash. You know, you know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm very much pro gambler, and it, it, the, the art just based off of the argument has always been the Bible thumping gray haired that says gambling brings in the whores and the drugs and all this. But yet, you know, you play the lottery. Yeah, why, why the hell would you go to Vegas otherwise? <laughs> but, the, the, but you know, the lottery is the purest form of gambling. It's all chance. That's the definition of gambling is chance. Uh, That's why poker like uh, Hold'em is not considered gambling because it's 70% skill, 30% chance. 
So when you have a game that the majority is chance, any game, it's gambling. Wall Street, gambling. Buying a house, gambling. Getting in your car, gambling. I mean, like, so when you, but when you talk about money gambling, the lottery purest form, you go to bingo at your church every Wednesday night. That is the purest form of gambling. It's all chance. So it's going to exist one way or the other. Why should the government, local and federal, not police it so it doesn't get out of hand uh, and also make money off of it? Like, I've got no problem with that, you know, working out deals so everybody can do it. Uh, that's just yeah. that's just the world we live in. We got to pay taxes, so on and so forth. So when, you, you know, like in the state of Georgia here with us, it's oh, gambling's horrible, gambling's horrible. You have a major sponsor of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Harrah's, in North Carolina, where they're telling you when you go see an Atlanta Falcons game, hey, take your money to another state and gamble there. We're just promoting it here in Georgia. <clears throat> yeah how hypocritical yeah. is that that's obscene oh yeah oh no i i mean just when you th- you look at it from you know any kind of a vested interest standpoint it's uh it's pretty nuts because the, the 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 hypocrisy starts to really drip off it when you when you start getting people talking to players and talking to entities well, you can't do this and you can't do that. And you can't, can I gamble? Not on, not on your sport. No. Oh, but you know, if I wanted to, I could, I could gamble on my guy, Trey young scoring 25 plus blah, blah, blah. I can do this. I can do that. I can do it. As long as it's not, not my sport, I can bankrupt myself. That's not a big deal. Right. Oh yeah. Pretty much. But, and I would think it would be for, with football, a lot more difficult, not to say that it can't be done or has never been done, but on the professional level, shaving points like in basketball, I mean, if you're really the only person that could do that would be the quarterback for the most part, and they're making mm-hmm. enough money that there's nothing, unless their life depended on it, you know, they, they were already in trouble. They have to lose a game. You know, you see that in the movies and stuff like yeah. that. I, college basketball, I understand. You know, referees in the NBA like uh, that dude uh, with Denny or something back in the day did. You know, yeah. I kind of get that. That makes sense. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts are making so much money. I don't see them shaving points to win a bet versus winning a ring. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, unless they get a copy of the script. Right. Of course. Script's already <laughs> been leaked. Then, then it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Then you can actually, because I mean, I love some of that stuff that's that's been flipping off of that. And and what was behind that whole original statement as to what the hell were you thinking when you made that comment? Um, it's been hilarious. Just looking there, and, and the players have gotten into it, and the coaches have gotten into it because now they're referring to the scripts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game. Well, it's the the game script is is legit, but after the Cincinnati. Uh, Kansas City game, the the FC Championship game. Now it's just the script. So when you hear people, and you for the most part, and you're a long time, you're a football purist, but you're open minded enough to accept new and things. But you're a purist when it comes to football, and rightfully so. When you hear people say, "Oh, the NFL is scripted," especially after what they did to make the Kansas City Chiefs win that football game, you know, and if you watched it you could easily buy into the theory because you didn't see that referee running onto the field. You know, yeah. uh, what do you yeah. say to those types of people? I say, Hmm. Um, 
it's got a lot of WWF back in the days in it. <laughs> but every, nobody believes anything anymore, right? I mean, everything is fake. Yeah. Everything, nothing exists. Yeah. It's always harmful. Yeah. It's always somebody's out to get you. Like, you know, if you think the NFL is scripted, right, then you, you, yeah. you know how many people have to be involved in that for it to be scripted? Yeah, oh, exactly. exactly. But that's the, that's the whole value of, or actually the virtue of, of being paranoid. Yeah. And we live in a very Some, paranoid sometimes, society. Sometimes you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. You don't want to be wrong. That's why everybody buys into this stuff. Cause nobody wants to get got. And I'm a big fan of not wanting to get got. So it's very, mm-hmm. t- it's very tough for me not to go along with a- At one time, conspiracy theories were cool because nobody believed in them. You were the crazy one. If you believed in the conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. So for, especially for yeah. radio sake, I'd always take that angle. Now everybody's a conspiracy theorist, so I've come to the the the, the solution the, the 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 point of I've got to be the opposite in order to rattle cages. That's the only way you can do it. You know. Uh, I love it. Are you going to place any bets on the Super Bowl? No. Nah. No. Nah. I've got. I, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a gambling issue. <laughs> What's the difference? I love gambling. Yeah, I know. I just, I get, I just freaking hate losing <laughs> i hate losing at anything so gambling yeah i'll go to i'll do that so i'll go to the casinos and i'll throw some money at the whatever and blah 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 blah, blah. but mm. i just hate i hate losing with a passion well i know you so, have a prior engagement and of course you and your lovely wife patrice were invited to my house this weekend for to watch the Super Bowl, but you've got somewhere to go, which I understand. Uh, I will call you on Sunday if you want to buy some boxes and just get involved in some type of gambling for twenty dollars and get uh, get some Randy Cross boxes on the board. No problem. With I that. love it, and I'll just Ven- I will do that. Venue Venmo you the the money. So who do you think? Uh, so you think the Chiefs will win? So I'm assuming you think uh, Mahomes will be the MVP. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Will- I, the- the you know the two guys that'd be kind of dark horses would be uh, Jones on defense, Chris Jones, and probably probably yeah probably Pacheco. You think so on, not, off- not, on offense? So the, the if you're betting and you want to break down the numbers, um, because you could make the argument just like if you're looking for the big prop bets for the big for the big wins, the gain well. Prop bets for Philadelphia is where you could possibly make some money. Possibly. If if, if the game script goes mm-hmm. the, that way. On the Kansas City side of things, Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco is the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you've seen towards this part, you know, as we've gotten to the Super Bowl, he's taken over the backfield even more with those, you know, those little screen passes and whatnot that early and even midseason were designated for Jarrett McKinnon. And Jarrett McKinnon took way advantage of those opportunities during the year, but it was like force-fed, we want Isaiah Pacheco as our starting guy. Long shot, if you're going to the Kansas City side of things, I want to make a couple prop bets, and I don't know what his over-under is for yardage and stuff. Jarrett McKinnon, he's an explosive guy. He's going to play. There's no doubt about it. He will get a couple balls. What he does with them, who knows? But um, I'm not sold on Pacheco, and I'm not sold on McKinnon. But yeah. uh, that, that's that. My next question was going to be: If Mahomes is the MVP, who's going to be the receiving end of that? They're not going to run the ball on Philadelphia. No, you know. So is it? And if they're smart, they're going to double up on Kelsey. 
Right. Right. And none of the, I, none of the receivers gonna, are healthy for a hundred percent at least. He's gonna he's gonna force the ball to Kelsey. He's got to. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the, the the good thing about that is you can double guys like Travis Kelsey, but he knows defenses and he knows how to get open. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes a whole chemistry thing, and you're not going to find a guy more accurate than Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That's one of his best traits. And if he has to, if he has to throw it to Kelsey's left armpit, uh-huh. and know that defender can't reach around to there, or that he won't be able to turn in time to to get that ball, that's what he's going to do. And and, and you know th- what's interesting about the Super Bowl more from the Kansas City side of things is that if you, again, go into the the game script of Kansas City is going to put up a lot of points, and, you know, who do they throw to? They don't really have a primary target as far as wide receivers go. You know, Juju was that guy early in the season, but then, you know, you see, they get Kadarius Toney, and then he had his injuries. But Kadarius Toney's one of those guys coming over from, from the Giants that he's explosive. He gets the ball, even just a wide receiver screen, he can go the distance, you can make some money off of that. That's you know, throw five or ten bucks on on a you know anytime touchdown from Kadarius Tony. I don't know what the 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 payout is, but I'm sure it's plus probably four hundred if if you know yeah. if not more. So that'd yeah, be good. yeah, I'd be willing to throw twenty bucks on my Jalen Hurts prop. That that's a good. I have not heard that one yet. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> it's actually very funny too. It's 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 yeah. pretty good. I couldn't find that one, but there is a bet if at the end of the game, Andy Reid will be doused in barbecue sauce. So that one's out there. <laughs> <laughs> also, if Tom Cruise will parachute into the stadium and hand the referees the game ball, that is a, a real prop bet. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool if he does that. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I think yeah. he with, with, with Cuba Gooding Jr. strapped to his chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he taken over for Iron Man? I'm not sure. I didn't see that. Or is that is that an AI joke or something? I thought he was actually taking over for Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Who knows? Uh, all right. Any questions for Randy? Anybody got any football questions or Super Bowl questions? Just say. Well, this is my question because I don't know much about Super Bowl or sports. But when you have a career like yours and status, do you guys get kind of grandfathered in? Like, if you wanted to go to the Super Bowl this year, would they be like, "Oh, you're Randy Cross. Sure, you can come in. We'll give you seats." Or you still got to oh, pay like everybody I, oh, else. Oh, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you know, if you wanted to get, look, hold on. Let me answer that question okay. for him. Because Randy is a very humble gentleman. Okay. I worked with Randy for an entire year, and I was around some of the biggest names in the sport. The respect that they have for Randy Cross is ridiculous. If this man wanted to go to a Super Bowl, he would get VIP treatment. I'm telling you, he's oh. not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. That's cool. Mad respect <laughs> that he's got. Uh, you know yeah, damn I, well you could. I, you know, Super Bowl week is kind of good. I always, I, I've gone to, I don't know, probably 25 Super Bowls, 30 Super Bowls. And I always come home on either Saturday night or Sunday morning. I'm always home for the game. I just, Never really wanted to stay for the game. <laughs> Including in 1984 when he won one. He just left. <laughs> he <Yeah>. just left. <laughs> little, little known fact, that wasn't him on the field. <laughs> early AI. <laughs> it was early AI. Nate, got any questions for Randy? Yeah, what do you guys do during halftime? I mean, is it just like the movies? You just go in the locker room, the coach gives a pep talk, or do you guys kind of go do your own thing, go to the bathroom, well, The, the difference, water? Nate, is it's normally a 15-minute process. 
but for a Super Bowl, it's 35 minutes. It's the way it works out. So it's very dysfunctional. Oh. You you warm down. You got to almost warm up again. You got to. It's it's hard. That's one of the toughest things about the Super Bowl is pregame and, and halftime because they're both ridiculously you know out of sequence. Is it is that is it so much of a deal that coaches worry that everything could change in the second half? You simulate it. You do. You're you're out of your mind if you coach in a Super Bowl and you don't simulate it. Wow. Because it's so unusual. It's not even close. That's crazy. Yeah, I never even thought about that because of how, how long it is. Do you remember the halftime shows? Did they have them? 81, 84? Well, the first, the first one in Super Bowl 16, it was up with people. Yeah. That's how I part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like the Brady Bunch on steroids. Yeah. That's badass. What was the next one? <laughs> uh, Diana Ross sang the national anthem that day, too. I remember that. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember the other ones. Really? To be honest, no. I was. We were sort of busy <laughs> doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did you have any celebrities pop their head in, like to the locker room before you guys started, and said, "Hey, man, I just want to wish you good luck." No, 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 not really. Not a lot. I mean, some of our biggest fans were the musician types and actors and whatnot in the Bay Area, but they were more nervous than we were. <laughs> I didn't want to bother you guys. <laughs> That's right. We'd see Hugh. We'd see Hugh and the boys sometimes, but usually after. Do you think? Do you think the halftime show for the Super Bowl has gotten a little out of hand, or is it again good for the game? You, th- you think? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's 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 stupid. But is it good? It's, it, good for the game to get more eyes on the product. Um. Yeah. Yes. It's. Great for the advertisers because you got half, at least half the audience watches it for the halftime show and the commercials. Right. Yeah. So do do you agree? And I, I've, we've had this conversation numerous times. I've always said that you always need more than the game in any sport, and some most sports realize that. Hence, with a Super Bowl, there's the 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 sports media has to develop. Uh, storylines, you know, I mean, the big storyline for this Super Bowl is Andy Reid plays the team that he coached for, you know, 13, 14 years or whatever the case may be. That's a storyline. It might not be interesting to you, but it's a storyline. Um, do you do you believe that you need more than the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ab- ab- absolutely. The, the, the whole, everything around it helps you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like, it's a, it's a great steak or an amazing piece of fish is that is all you really need for, for dinner. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, you got your sides, you got your salad, you got everything. That's what makes a, a real, ex, a, a dining experience for an analogy, mm-hmm. a real Super Bowl experience. It's got to have everything. Yeah. I hope they bring out uh, Hamlin, you know, and, and do an appearance. The, the, the kid from Buffalo. That had yeah. The, that had the, I hope, I hope, oh, I'm sure they'll, they'll try him out. Yeah. I hope they, I hope they bring him out and, you know, recognize that dude. That guy's what a story. I mean, Jesus, Mary oh, Jones. Yeah. That was we've never seen anything like that ever. When he just yeah. collapsed, it was horrible, horrible. No, it was. It was. It was horrendous, yeah. and it was the 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 most sort of interesting thing to me I, around the whole thing was there were people in the game that had been in the game that were around the game and have been their whole lives that were actually surprised that football is violent and could potentially be deadly. <laughs> 
I was watching after where I'm going, what are you, a moron? <laughs> you just figured that out? Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> I hope during the halftime of this year's Super Bowl, there's a local Chinese restaurant that flies a weather balloon over everybody and drops off coupons. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be, if they don't, go, if they don't get to the stadium because it's indoor, it'll fly over the waste management over the 16th hall. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you got things to do, my friend. All uh, right. It was Thank good you. seeing you. Thank you so much for the time. And, um, uh, I'll, I'll text you on Sunday to get you your boxes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, buddy. Take care. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.